Hey friend, welcome back to the Bible Track Echoes radio broadcast. I'm Mike McCurry, your host. So very thankful that you've chosen to be right here today. I realize it's an investment of your time, but I believe today is most certainly a worthy investment because I've got Brother Bob DeWitt, Baji Bob DeWitt, to be precise, on the line with me. And I'm excited for us to share the continuation of a story that I know a small piece of. You know, it's amazing how God can use you while you're on the way. While What was it? I being in the way, I think the Bible says, right? It's amazing how while you're we were going, Brother Bob. Let's just jump right in here. Brother Bob, missionary, works with and in Myanmar, Old Burma. We're printing millions of gospel tracts, booklets, just like what I'm holding in my hand, a 16-page, full-color, beautiful booklet. Dozens, hundreds have gotten saved as a result of God working through this booklet. But we were going, we were leaving Yangon to go to a place to go be a minister, to, to be ministers, to be a help. But on the way there... God, actually, I'm, I'm sorry. It was on the way back, I believe, wasn't it? On the way back, yeah. we were sitting there, and you got to realize, Brother Bob, talk to us about travel in a country like Myanmar and how there's checkpoints, there's negotiations necessary, and things like that. Before we get to this lady and her daughter, talk to us about just travel and, and daily life in Myanmar. Well, people want to go to Myanmar for two or three days, and they don't understand that going anywhere in Old Burma takes a whole day. Right. And uh, so on our when I, we got back from Mandalay and met you at the airport, mm-hmm. right, National Airport, and you had been 36 hours trying to get. <laughs> yes. Traumatic trip in and of itself. <laughs> uh, so we loaded up and uh, Pastor Tong was not taking us down there primarily because through the Civil War, uh, the Burmese army is at war with the PDF, the People's Defense Force. And uh, they're having a lot of trouble with uh, tensions there in Moan State. And so we had heard that there was a, uh, an overnight wait at the border between Bogo Division and Moan State. And uh, so as you cross those province, provincial borders within the country, uh, during this time, there are military checkpoints. Of course, there are military checkpoints everywhere. Mm-hmm. And uh, some we got through just uh, presenting our passports and visas uh, and all through the country. I joked with some of the officers and they laughed and said, go on, go on. Uh, But at this particular one, uh, we had to negotiate Mm -hmm. again and uh, we paid 60,000 Burmese chats, which is about thirty nine dollars. And uh, and uh, our, our hosts thought that was awful. We <laughs> a national pastor, Pastor Tanzo from Sagang Division with us. He was a great help. Absolutely. And he negotiated for us and we paid the money. And then we uh, ended up uh, crossing the border, going down through Mo State, made it down into Molmian and helped uh, met with our team. There was about 30 of us that hit the streets and all the markets and the city streets and giving out 20,000 of these booklets and leading people to Christ and had a service there with the Judson family on Sunday, got to see their new work on their property and what God is doing there. And then uh, the van came to get us on Monday morning to take us back to, to uh, the city of Yangon, which is eight, nine hours. And we got back up to that border crossing and there was like four miles of trucks and buses that were lined up. And we, uh, we sat for a couple of hours, literally. And then we were told 
that uh, we had to get out and walk. Mm-hmm. Well, because of the heat, because of this or that, uh, Pastor Tonzo had gotten a little car sick. He wasn't feeling well, and he asked a woman up on the window if she would change places with him. And uh, so she agreed, which meant that she came in the back of the van and sat with me. Now, usually, Brother Micah, I would sit shotgun right. next to the driver because mm-hmm. I'm a foreigner. And <laughs> Be respectful and so forth. But now I'm in the back of the van because there's a little girl up there in the in the uh, seat next to the driver up front because she's sick. She's 14 years old. And uh, so I don't know anything about that, but it's her mother that's now sitting next to me. And we got to talking and I gave her one of our booklets and uh, she began to read that booklet. And she was so interested. She read the whole thing that we talked some more. And uh, I said, uh, where are you from? And she said, we are from a very small village way down in the bottom of Moon State, uh, almost to uh, the Tanantari uh, division that borders Thailand way down in the south on the Andaman Sea. And I said, oh, you're going to Yangon so far? She said, every other week we have to get in the van and go to Yangon. I said, why? She said, because my daughter she has a very rare blood disease. She needs a total transfusion. They need to replace her blood every other week in Yangon at the hospital there, or she will die. And she began to weep, and I took her hand, and I prayed with her. And then I got my wallet out, and I took out one lek or 100,000 chats. And then God said, no, not enough. So I took an- another 100,000 chats out of my bag. And uh, I, I tried to give it to her. She held up her hand. She said, no, no, Baji, no. And I said, for uh, Tinyanat, her daughter's name is Tinyanat. And I said, uh, I said, please take this and help your daughter. And so she finally did. And then we got out to walk uh, to the place where we would uh, go through scanners and so forth and wait for our van to be searched by the soldiers and join us on the other side of the border, which took some time. So all this time, I'm getting closer and closer to this mother and her daughter. And we we went to Yangon together, and we delivered them to the monastery at Suitagon Pagoda in, in downtown, the center of old Rangoon, city of Yangon. And uh, they were so warm. And uh, she thanked me for the booklet. She thanked me for the 200,000 chats. And and uh, I said, let's stay in touch. Please let me. And I, I, I put my arm around this little girl and I said, I will be praying for you. I promise I will pray for you every day. And I have. And now on Facebook, that daughter and her mother have received Christ. They've read the book. They've understood the scriptures. They've asked him to be their savior. Mm. I am so looking forward to seeing them again. Absolutely. And, and to think... Um... One of the things that I've, I've stressed in past on this broadcast is that we have an opportunity to absolutely be to offer a helping hand to a lost and dying world, not just spiritually. We have an opportunity to be a blessing to them. But if we do, if we're a blessing to someone physically, mentally, financially, but we don't also use that for an opportunity to be a blessing spiritually through a booklet like this gospel tract. And friend, we're, 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 we're offering a, a false hope because we can fill their bellies, but they have a God-sized hole in their soul 
and, and I know God God led you to give them that and to realize for people over there, 200,000 chats, that, that is a sizable chunk of money. I mean, what is that? Only like 140 US dollars or something around there, 160, somewhere in that ballpark. But to realize for those people, I mean, how many how many months salary is that, Brother Bob? Mike, I think it's more like $92. Oh, nine, okay, $92. And, and and for the average person, is that a month or, or two months of, of salary or thereabouts? It's a whole lot more than that. Okay. So, so, so obviously it's, it's a life changing in a short period of time. And I'm so thankful for each and every one of you folks that are listening right now that you maybe volunteer at soup kitchens. I've had the opportunity to do that, to be a help at, at homeless shelters and things like that. Uh, I've, I so enjoy nursing home ministries and things like that. But can I tell you, friend, if you give just the hope that the world gives, then friend, it's an empty promise. We have the opportunity to to give people a drink from the well that will forever satisfy. They'll never be thirsty again. I'm talking about the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'd encourage you to take this snippet of a little story and to use it in your daily life. If God leads you to do something kind, whether it's exorbitant or not for someone, please do so. Don't, don't buck at God. But at the same time, you'd be very wise to carry a gospel tract on you that you can say, hey, the reason I'm doing this is not so I can have a have a warm fuzzy on the inside. It's because God and I. If I recall correctly, Brother Bob, when she tried to turn that money down, I was sitting there. I was, I was probably in, as small as that van was and how tight it was. I was, I was probably eighteen inches from you across a very narrow aisle, and I recall her trying to push it away, and you said God told me to. God told me to give this to you. This wasn't no no spooky ninety foot Jesus or anything like that. But he told you to do it for the gospel's sake, not so you can have a warm fuzzy. And for those listening right now, I'd encourage you to do the same, to reach people where they are with with their needs. It works across the world, doesn't it, Brother Bob? And it's been working all across Myanmar. Uh, There was a woman who was beat up. She was 79 years old, a widower in a very small village, and she received Christ and turned from her idols to a living Mm -hmm. And the boys of that village came and beat her bloody, took everything she owned. She was in a village that got very cold at night. They took her blanket, the only blanket she had. God said, replace everything. And so we did. And uh, that those boys ended up not only apologizing, but coming to know Christ. Hmm. God does stuff. I think we yeah. said on a, on a previous broadcast, God does stuff. And you know what? Here's the cool thing. Just most of the time, I'd put it at roughly 90 plus percent of the time, he uses his people to do stuff. So yeah. we get to be the hands of God in this lost and dark and dreary and depressing. We get to be, the, 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 what, what is the title again of, of, the, of this booklet, Brother, Brother Bob, that I'm holding my hand? A monk tells how he found true enlightenment. Can I tell you that we get to be, we get to be bearers of the light of the world, Jesus Christ, to a lost and dying world. Can I encourage you, if you're listening right now, don't just gawk at these stories. Don't just have wide eyes and think, it's amazing what God's doing in me and my. No, no, it's amazing what he'll do for you. Brother Bob, talk to us. Be a part of it. Absolutely. We, we have 40, 45 seconds. Give us a call to action, Brother Bob, as we sign off on this week about what people can do in their area. You know, we went to that village up there in the top, the very northern part of Yangon, and that 84-year-old woman 
we were witnessing to to everybody in that village. You met some young people mm -hmm. as they got out of school, yes. and uh, that woman, she received Christ as her Savior through the booklet. Uh, so many other stories, but Absolutely. wherever we go, we have the hope of the world, the light of the world, and it's in us. Then we have it in our hands. Amen. On the printed page. And if you're listening right now, go to BibleTracksInc.org. If you would, if you, if you have any questions, you can text me. I'll give you the number one time real slow in the limited time we have. I want you to have a great day for his glory. But you text me if you have questions, if you need help. If you need help with your spiritual eternity, text me at 309-316-7240. Join us next week on the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracts Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample booklet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 130, Dwight, Illinois, 60420. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.